It's just everything back here is stiff. It's tight. I can't really get a full range of motion left, right, or up. Down, I'm okay. But left, right, and up, <laughs> big problems. You could, you could suck your own schmeat? Uh, I'm not that flexible, you know. Would you do that if you could do that? Could you do that? Well, <laughs> would you do that? Could you do that? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm asking you the hard-hitting questions today. You know, what now, I, now you have a lot of free time. You got nine videos I done know. in three days. Now you can start sucking your own dick if you want it. <laughs> I say you fucking jump yeah. right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> welcome back to the Sunday Sauce, grandmother's favorite fucking podcast. Episode 139, Vinny and Phil back again, doing what we do, having the conversations to get you through your day every way. <laughs> Heck yeah, we're out here. How you doing, I Phil? Love, I love how our main goal is not to start like a radio. You know, we were supposed to do a rolling start, but we couldn't do it. So now we're just resorting yeah, back we, to the Yeah, we tip. tried to start the episode today a bunch of times, just like having natural conversation and flowing into it. But it just, it didn't feel right, you know? No, it didn't. There's just something about starting with a welcome back and then saying, Phil, how you doing? Then Phil tells me how he's doing. And then we just get into the first topic of discussion. That's nice. That's how I like to roll. Some, something about what we just tried was not working. It wasn't working, man. Our wires were crossed. Yeah, that happens. That happens sometimes. But I'll start. How you doing, Phil? I'm pretty good, dude. I am on full vacation mode. Nice. You took my advice. Yeah. Well, vacation mode while we're filming a podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not true vacation mode, is no, it? No, not yet. Well, you know, after this podcast, though, you'll have like the whole weekend to recuperate, right? Exactly. And then I'm probably going to take some more days off after that. So basically, woke up today. Made some breakfast, some shit? Eggo waffles. Dude, dude. Tell me about it. I think I've been living off like frozen food and it's like, it's like killing my, it's killing me. Like I'm dying. Yeah. There's pesticides in that shit. Oh, <laughs> dude, my fucking <laughs> diet for, for content production is Elio's pizza. Oh, you gotta love Elio's. You gotta love it. Frozen chicken nuggets. Nice. Standard. Quality. And. A Newman's own or a Newman's pizza. Oh, so just frozen pizzas have been like your jam. Yeah. Dude, you got to you gotta up the arsenal in the frozen food category. You got to get some mozzarella sticks. You got to get some tater tots. Tater tots, bro. The beautiful thing about those, you could have those at any hour of the day. As long as you have some mm. ketchup with you, forget about it. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. <laughs> forget about it. Enjoy I fucking yourself. hate ketchup, bro. Do you actually... There's no it. way, there's no way, like, I did not know that. You you for sure have brought this up before, and I definitely had the same fucking reaction. This visceral, angry reaction. Yeah, like episode two, three, we're talking. Fuck, we're taking it back to the old school today, huh? Yeah. Back when we used to record together. Same yeah. room, grabbing your shoulder blades. <laughs> grabbing your days. shoulder blades, and we were laughing. <laughs> well, good news you know, is next week we could do an in-person episode, because I'll be back in uh, in New York. You're moving back? Not moving back, but I'll be back for a short limit of time <laughs> for us to get a couple podcast episodes in, and then it's whoop, back on the airplane. I'm actually going to Georgia, then New York. But by the time mm. we do the next Sunday episode, then we will be in person. Do again. you like traveling this much, or are you just doing it? I like it. I like it. I'm in a new All phase right. of life, man. No, I know. You really I'm, blossomed. I'm, I'm changing the game, you know, when it comes to what I do, how I live. And you know what? I'm content. The only thing that's been bothering me, my physical form, my my temple, if you will, Phil. It's falling apart? It's fucking falling apart, dude. I, I, don't, mean, know, I don't know what the problem is. My, my shoulders, my neck, and my back are just fucked. 
That's why I'm leaning back today. You know, got more casual vibe on the pod. It's just everything back here is stiff. It's tight. I can't really get a full range of motion left, right, or up. Down, I'm okay. But left, right, and up, <laughs> big problems. You could, you could suck your own schmeat? Uh, I'm not that flexible, you know. Would you do that if you could do that? Could you do Abs- that? Well, <laughs> would you do that? Could you do that? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm asking you the hard-hitting questions today. You know, what now, you, now you have a lot of free time. You got nine videos I done know. in three days. I, now you can I start can sucking your it. own dick if you want it. <laughs> I say you fucking jump yeah. right into it. I, I could progressively overload it. Yeah. I mean, that's the age-old well, question, though, right? Because, well, you know, we as men sometimes, you know, we give we give ourselves hand jobs. So why not give give ourselves <laughs> Yeah, why not jobs? go all the way? <laughs> yeah, why not just fucking change the game? What the fuck is wrong with this microphone, man? Well, there's a, there's a couple things here. It's yeah, like, break it down. I think it would feel more like dishing it out than the pleasure of receiving it, if, if you catch my drift. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go on, elaborate. Go get into it, Phil. Dish it out. Dish it out, Phil. It would feel more like sucking a schwantz than getting my schwantz sucked. I just feel like it would be so uncomfortable because the amount of flexibility you would need to have. I can't even right, touch no, my no. toes, bro. It's, it's, not, it's not the size of the arrow. Right, right. It, it's just it's just our flexibility getting in the way. Our, our meat is more than capable of reaching. Yeah, absolutely. If I want, I could, you know, I could use my my shaft as a scoff if it gets too cold outside. Yeah, that's why I don't like the summer. I can't utilize it as much in the winter time, though. When the snowflakes come down, it's a little cold. Just fucking wrap that shit around is my it, neck a couple times. Is it a hundred degrees by you? Because it's. I'll tell you right now. Let me open up my up weather app. Let me see. The yeah, what devil's. Ball sack it's outside right now, It's 82 degrees here right now. By the way, here in the Great White North, today's Canada Day. So we're going out for some uh, for dinner, drinks, and some fireworks. And then I get to come back to the States and celebrate America's Day, 4th of July. All right? So this it's just, we're sound, partying. We're partying all week. This is going to sound so dumb. But, like, who founded Canada? <laughs> wish I could tell you, Phil. I really wish I could tell you. I barely know Jonathan about the American Canada. history, let alone the Canadian history. But mm. I just want a beaver tail today. That's like my main mission, just to get a beaver tail. I've told you about beaver tails, right? Yeah, they're like the flat donuts. Oh, they're phenomenal. Nutella, bananas, get some fucking chocolate syrup on there. Forget it, Phil. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, take a sip of your fucking matcha. You make that yourself or you pour that from a can? Okay. I'm, I'm going to have you ask that question again. You know what type of person I am. You made it yourself. Thank you. Can you even get matcha from a can? Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing with matcha, right? So right now I'm having a iced green tea matcha latte, technically. Mm-hmm. So there, there's two different types of matcha. There's ceremonial grade matcha and there's culinary grade matcha. Okay. Culinary grade. I just learned this like an hour ago. It's a coarser powder. It can be cut with like sugar too. So it's just like ready to go. Mm-hmm. Whereas like ceremonial is like the real deal. It's like the fine extract. That's that real shit. Yeah. So there is a there is a taste difference between ceremonial and culinary. So I got a tub of, it comes in like a metal container, but it's not just like free floating powder in there. It comes in like a, a metal bag on the inside. So mm. it doesn't spill out. It's supposed to be kept like very, you know, you can't, you can't just have, it's not like coffee. It's not for every Tom, Dick and Harry. You got to be an yeah, yeah, advanced yeah. individual. In order to make the proper matcha, the culinary style. 
Not the culinary style. Not the, the cere- culinary style. The ceremonial the style. The ceremonial. So the ceremonial is above the culinary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. So right now you're having some ceremonial matcha. This is the, this is the top shit. This is like a- That's that top shelf right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, so Sheesh. for reference, like when you go out and you buy like matcha at like a coffee place, it'll run you like five, six dollars, maybe even seven, depending on like what size you get. God damn. The can that we got is about 75 servings and it was $75. So that's so a it's fucking like a, great deal. It's a dollar. It's like a dollar. Yeah. Um, now in Japan, I, is it Japanese? I think so. I, I, I think so. I, yeah, it's got to be. It's matcha from Japan. Research Phil. Research Phil trying to figure out the facts of life. I will say, I will yeah, say it, if it I had is, to guess, it, is it Japanese. would be Japan. So in Japan, the way you make it is like you get the powder, you measure it out. It's like a very small amount. I think it's like half a teaspoon. Okay. You boil water like tea. You pour it on top of the powder into a bowl and they make ceremonial matcha bowls that are like thick uh, porcelain and you get a you get a whisk and it's like a bamboo whisk and you foam it. Now in Japan, they'll drink the that. But in America or if you're having like a latte, you pour the extract that was like the whisk. Mm-hmm over milk milk and ice so we do almond milk and then you can sweeten it with like honey agave or sugar so it's a little bit more of a concoction here yeah this is like a cocktail basically would you say it tastes better oh fuck yeah can you put alcohol in there for sure what would you put in there a little bit of vodka well it's got almond milk in it so i don't know if Mm. i feel like you could do vodka i feel like you could put a little baileys in there that might have you ever that might be good. Have you ever had like a matcha cocktail? Yes, actually. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure on Kylie's birthday we had one of those. It's usually green, right? Yeah, it's green. Yeah, yeah. We had one on Kylie's birthday. It Do was, you like it the was, taste of it? It was it was okay. Like it definitely wouldn't be my first choice. I mean, it's not like a fucking Caesar. <laughs> I had a double Caesar yesterday at this burger spot. Woo! I was feeling good, Phil. They put a fucking string bean in it. First time I've seen a string bean Ew. in a Caesar. It, <laughs> why, was why you, why? it was good. It was good. You know how they make your Caesars? They go to the kitchen sink and they get the fucking slop and go. Yeah. <laughs> they get the leftover vegetables from the guy's burger that just left. They just fucking drop it in my in my glass. And I'm like, yeah, it's fucking great. I had a bean in it. I had a fucking half bitten celery. Don't worry, Phil. It was for the aesthetic. Yeah. Fucking shit was delicious, man. I, I'm sure in Brooklyn they uh, they actually do shit like that. Oh, in Brooklyn, they probably go like right in the back fucking garden and just rip out a fucking carrot stalk and just shove it right in with the dirt and everything. <laughs> Gives it that New York flavor. That what New York is, flair. I, okay, so I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about like where where did all the hipsters go? Mm-hmm. Where did they go? I don't know. Remember there was like an actual aesthetic, like a personality trait of being a hipster? I feel like you and, have a very hipster vibe. Like the circular glasses, the long grown out hair. Like, right? I don't know. I'm not a hipster, though. I mean, if I saw you walking on the street, some of your outfits, I'd be like, oh, this guy might be a hipster. Oh, what even, get out of here. What even is the <laughs> definition, though, of hipster? Can I become Google Vinny and see what this what this means? It's just like very like artsy swag, right? A person who follows the latest trends and fashions, especially those regarded as being outside the cultural mainstream. Phil, you're a fucking hipster. Nah, I'm more you underground. You might be king hipster. Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> You're king hipster Gen Z. No, Holy with hi- shit. <laughs> what would you king, describe my king swag hipster as? Gen Z? You're hipster Gen Z, baby. Uh, what am I? What's my swag? 
weeb. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Although today I'm not wearing an anime shirt. I'm wearing a uh, a She-Hulk wearing, shirt. Yeah, that, that, that it's that's, even, that's comic books. I know. Do I have? Do I even have to explain further? Like I was on the nose. I'll take it. I'll take it right. I'll take it for sure. And listen, sure. when She-Hulk drops, I have very high hopes for this show. I'm very excited. I thought it looked like shit. And speaking of shows, no, it looks good. looks good. Everyone's saying, you know, she should be, like, bigger and more jacked. I, I like the She-Hulk design. She's just green. <laughs> she's, she's just green. She's a little bit taller, a little bit more built. But the thing is, She-Hulk never looked like the Hulk. Like, the Hulk is right, a big right, right. monster. She-Hulk looks way more like a giant human. Anyway, I don't even know how the fuck... I got into this rabbit hole last night, but I was on my TikTok feed and I saw uh, the new bad guy from Stranger Things. Vecna. Vecna, right? So do you watch <laughs> Stranger Things? Watch the first two seasons. Okay. So I saw Vecna on my TikTok feed and I was like, huh, this guy's fucking cool. So what do I do? Being me, Vinny, thinking outside the box? Well, I watched an entire Stranger Things recap in 20 minutes now. I understand the entire lore. God damn it, bro. Did I watch the show? No, I did not. Did I watch God the recap? Absolutely. It. Let me tell you, those Demi dogs, those Demi dogs are something else, man. <sighs> the lore is fucking cool. I, I got so excited that you were going to like watch the show. Well, here's the thing. I knew I wouldn't commit the time to watching like from the very beginning, especially that we're this far into it right now. And there's one more season and then the show's done. So I was like, you know what? I want to know what's going on here. But I don't want to watch like all the episodes because it would be it would be a big time commitment. Plus, I'm on the Jersey Shore grind right now, beating the beat up. So once I finish that, my schedule will be a little bit more free. But I was watching the recaps of the show and I was like, <laughs> oh, this is entertaining shit. It's crazy. It's very hype. Yeah, it is a hype Who's show. Who's your favorite character? Is it Eleven? I, no, I think I, I think I like... Well, I don't know. This may sound stupid because I, I haven't even seen the season, I don't think, but it's the guy Steve. The one that looks like Zach Efron, who's like a douche. Steve. I don't think I know Steve. I don't know if he was in the recap. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if I'm too afraid. Yeah, that guy Steve. could be fucking dead. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, let me let me look it up. But yeah, last night. No, 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 no. Not Steve Harrington. Billy. Billy. Oh, Billy's been in it from the beginning, right? Because he has like no. the uh second season. Well, is Billy the character that has, like, the PTSD when the little demidog, like, growls and then he, like, remembers the upside down? That's Billy, right? I, I have no idea, dude. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Billy. Anyway, two, two, what are we doing? We're talking about Stranger Things. We don't even know about this shit. But, <laughs> hey, this show's pretty good, but, uh. Yeah, this show's pretty good. I like the demidogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, here's the thing, cool here's things the thing. in that show. The new, the new volume dropped last night and it crashed Netflix. Like people were super excited about it. And it comes down to this conversation of like, is it better to drop an entire season of a show all at once or is it better to space it out? And from my, from my perspective, I think it's way better to drop episode by episode because it keeps people talking. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing about binging shows. And I don't know why this might be a me thing. I've heard other YouTubers, one of my favorite YouTubers, Robert Meyer Burnett, he said that this happens to him as well. When I binge something, I can't like remember the information as well yeah. as if I watch something like spread out because you just literally watch six episodes in a row and you don't fucking remember anything. It all just kind of like bleeds into each other and you remember like specific moments, but you might not remember like what episode certain things came from or whatever. 
I feel like that happened to me with Breaking Bad because I watched Breaking Bad in like, I think it was like a week and a half or two weeks or some shit. I flew through that show. Now I remember the moments, of course. That's a fucking iconic show. But I don't remember like a lot of specifics. You know what Amazon show. did with The Boys? I got to start The Boys because apparently The Boys and Stranger Things, that's the hot shit on TV right now, dude. The Boys takes a shit on Stranger Things. The really? Boys is, it's the best show on television right now. That's that's a fucking that's a bold claim. I I'm not kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, I I have seen a lot of people talking about it, so you're you're probably not wrong. The writing is just the tightest I've ever seen. Every episode just has like a purpose. You know what I mean? You know yeah, you watch shows and it's just like writing is tight. Just the tightest. It's, it's really the like writing is so tight that at any it's moment so it just tight. snap because that's yeah. so it's so tight. Yeah, it like grips you. Yeah, yeah, it like it like you know engulfs you in. It's how tight yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, I gotta watch it. <laughs> well, <laughs> gotta watch. It's well, the bottom the, line. Their advertising is like the most genius shit too. Well, don't they just like play on pop culture stuff? They do, but like, okay, so you know how the subway system in like New York City are like letters and numbers. Mm -hmm. So there's like the A train. So my friend works in the city and he sent me like a Snapchat the other day. It's like, holy shit, look at this. One of the characters in the show's name is A-Train. So they plastered like a billboard almost, but it was like a mural painted of or a graphic of A-Train, the character like running That's dope. on the on the A-Train. It's good. Smart shit. Like uh, how many seasons the are there right now? Season three. Oh, OK, so it's it's relatively a new show. Yeah. And like Amazon trucks. I don't know if you've seen them out around Canada, but they have like the boys just plastered on them. It's like they're, it's like That's their child. Sick. That's cool. Oh yeah. Cause it's, it's on prime video, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that's fucking, you know how many Amazon trucks are out there? That's insane marketing. That's a, that's a moving billboard wherever you go. It's smart. I wonder if Bezos is like into it. Imagine it's just like, he's the writer and the, he's the main writer behind the scenes. <laughs> He's coming up with all the content. I wouldn't be surprised if Bezos has actual superpowers. Do his left. I, I feel like I haven't heard it enough. I mean, is that what you just did? The, <laughs> is that good? We, we fucking, we did a whole bit on this, bro. Are you I'm good? telling you, I don't remember things. What happened to your brain, bro? Listen, it it's the brain. It's everything physical. Everything physical just fucked up over here. You need a rest. <laughs> so I'm saying, dude, well, listen, let me break this down. I'm running two channels. We're doing the podcast. I go live every single day. That's four things. <laughs> That's four. Look at my hands. They look like a rake right now. It's four fucking things, bro. Like uh, it's fucking rake. All, all the fucking leaves. Yep. I'm tired. I got to be honest with you. But we're still fucking churning. We're still pumping <laughs> out the content. We're, we're literally, our podcast is like, the dirtiest, dingiest pizzeria in a fucking, like, absolute crack shack in New York City. I feel like that's good, though. You want you want the pizzeria where, like, when you walk in, there's no AC, and it's so hot <laughs> that the guy making the pizza is dripping fucking sweat and grease onto the dough. Yeah, and th th but that's the flavor. Hey, Mario, how are you? Where you been? <laughs> fucking just soot from his face dripping on yep. the pie. With with those cups, you know those cups I'm talking about. Oh yeah, with the fucking the blue, the purple, and the white. Ha, dude, that's ah, just like the design from like the early 2000s and 90s was it was op. Yeah, we got Everything two sodas. To, we got Coke and Pepsi. No diet. Every, <laughs> everything Coke is and now. Pepsi. 
so sterile and clean and just like dumb. And the inside of the pizzeria is just red and white checkerboard on the floor. Yep. Just red and white checkerboard. Every fucking tablecloth is the red and the white checkerboard. They don't even have tablecloths. It's like that, like plastic. You know what I'm talking about? We don't even got napkins. Oh, what? You want to clean up? Use your hands. (laughs) No, they have napkins. You know those like cylinders or like those squares? Oh, yeah. And they're like like silver. (laughs) Like a mirror. They're like a mirror. And there's like 9,000 napkins stuffed in there. Yes, sir. I used to have to change those out at the pizzeria. Fucking nightmare. If I ever, <laughs> wow, I don't even want to know that process. No, they weren't that bad. You just open up the back, shove the napkins in. Oh, if I ever open up a pizzeria, it's going to, it's going to have that vibe. You should, we should, we should open up a pizzeria called the Sunday sauce and we can film the podcast in the back. Yeah. <laughs> just while, while, while we're, we're working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get two large pizzas. So Phil, how's your day going? Just fucking making a dough. I miss I mean, making pizzas. I got to tell you. You have the the hands-on experience. I don't, I don't know what I would bring to the table. Oh, I mean, your marketing is off the charts. You think so? Oh, yeah, Phil. Forget it. <laughs> I'm serious. What fucking, makes you say that? You got, you got great thumbnails. Thank you. Our thank fucking, you. our billboards and our signs would be great contrast in colors. <laughs> bringing all the people. Fucking green social blade Phil, green social blade Bateses. That's it. That could be the name, social blade. Social blade. Social blade slices. That's <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> Where everything's green and green. red. Green and red. Italian colors, baby. Ugh. I uh, I went to a smash room yesterday. You ever done this? <laughs> My mind went somewhere else real quick. Yeah. No, actually. Mm, no, I haven't. I've never been to a smash room. So that might be why my body is. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fucked up. Fucked up today. Not functioning. It's obsolete. Right. So basically, we went to this place, uh, really fucking cool, where you put on like a vest, some protective headgear, you put on some gloves, and you go into two rooms at two different stations. The first station is a station where you throw uh, bottles at a wall. You want to get some aggression out, work on some anxiety, get everything figured out in your brain. You got to smash some shit. So we're throwing bottles at the wall. Feels good. We put some bottles on a table, take a chrome bar, break them. You know, feels good. What's a chrome bar? A chrome bar. Like a crowbar? Did I say a chrome bar? Yeah. <laughs> was it just crowbar? Crowbar. Are you sure? Because it I'm seems like th- it's a chrome bar. No, I'm 1,000% positive. Give me a second here. Hold on. Fucking trying to tell my story. Hold on. Trying to tell my fucking story. Crowbar. Uh, Holy shit, he's right. CRO, buddy. It's a fucking crowbar. All right, you fucking asshole. So I take a crowbar, right? And you smash <laughs> the fucking bottles with it. And it was fun. Like, it was a really nice... Getting like, you know, blowing off some steam type of vibe. And then you go into the next room and then you have like all this old technology, like old VCRs, DVD players, speakers, whatever. And and you take the crowbar and you just beat the shit out of this stuff. And I think that's why my shoulders are compromised today. That was the word that I was looking for earlier. Did it like really feel like cathartic? Like, was there like a release? Dude, it was amazing. I'm not even fucking around. Like, I, I encourage anybody to do this. De- definitely, like, you know, be careful when you do it because there's just, like, shit flying everywhere as you're breaking things. But it was fucking awesome to just be like, yo, I felt cooped up this week. Got a lot on my mind. I'm working on a lot of shit. I just want to break, break this VHS player right now. <laughs> what did it do to do. you? Yeah, fuck this VHS player. And, you know, they don't make shit like they used to because this old VHS player took us, like, 30 hits to fucking break this thing down. 
but it was fun. It was invigorating. Now, can you like choose your weapon or is everyone gets a crowbar? Like I want a bat. No, yeah, you can choose your weapon. There was a big sledgehammer. There was a, oh, nice. like a steel pipe. There was the crowbar. There was uh, a lot of different tools. A lot of different things that you could utilize at the Smash Place. Any like swords or anything like that? Was it all like blunt no, force? No, no, no swords, no machetes, no daggers. Um, but, you know, you could crack a bottle and have a dagger, you know? Mm. But it was so, fun. It was it was very, very, it was cool. You have to sign a release form, you know? God forbid, you, you need to understand. At any point, you could throw a bottle and it could ricochet and stab you in the, in the forearm. Right. <laughs> is you it... Gotta be careful. It, is it dirty and like... Like, is there, like, shit in pieces, like, smashed to smithereens when you go there already? No, or is no, it the like- room's clean when you start, and then when you leave the room, it, it looks like a fucking bomb went off. Oh, okay, so everybody You can see everybody it on my Instagram gets- story. There's a clip of Kylie, like, smashing a bottle with a with a crowbar. Sick. So so everyone gets a fresh start. Yeah, 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 fresh start. Wow, that's kind of cool. And it was cool. just me and Kylie in there. We were chilling. We were taking a bunch of pictures and shit. It was, it was a fun time. It was a cute little date night. I, I definitely recommend you and Wildy give it a try. Wildy would have a fucking field day at this. Forget it. I know. I, she I would, know she, she would. She would be like, yo, I don't even want a weapon. Let me break this shit with my bare hands. <laughs> fucking smashing it, dude. It'd be sick. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, that's a vintage VCR player. Don't hurt that. Please, no. I love the artistic value of this VCR uh, player. Hey, those those actually are, uh, those, those are rare. Imagine that. You go to a smash room and you're just like, excuse me, can I just take this stuff? It's going to be broken down anyway. And they just walk out with a new That's VCR a point. fair point. You got to respect the due diligence of Philion to understand the complexities and the value of yep. an old VCR player. That's it. But yeah, it was, it was a fun night. And we went out for some food and drinks before it. This was the problem. There was this parking lot that we were in. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like this. In New York, it's bad, but I've never seen anything like this. We tried to find a spot for legitimately 40 minutes. That doesn't seem like that long of of time, but picture yourself in a car with Wildy driving around a parking lot for 40 fucking minutes trying to find a spot. Why didn't you go to another parking lot? Dude, it was the only, there was two lots. There was one for like the main area that we were in. It was a very cool area. It was like shops and, and restaurants and shit. And then there was another parking lot, but that was just for the grocery store. Both were fucking packed out the wazoo. And yeah. it was one of these situations where you'd be waiting for a spot and you'd go, okay, there's a, spot, there's a spot right there, babe. Pull into that. And as you're pulling into the spot, another car is already waiting there. So mm. there was this one instance where we saw this open spot and I was like, babe, right there. She swoops in. We get it. And then we saw there was a lady waiting right to the, to the like other side of the spot. You know what you should do? Let's hear it. Carry around like a neon vest. And whenever you get into this problem, just toss it on and be like, all right, babe, let's do it. You get out of the car, you start directing traffic. Oh, that's a good idea. And and you bring her car into the spot. I got a better solution. We just Uber everywhere for the rest of our lives. We can do that too. Me personally, and you know this about me, the reason why I don't like to personally drive places, I hate parking. And especially when you can't find a fucking spot, it's a nightmare. So I like to just get in the Uber, you get dropped off, and then when you're ready to leave, you just get back in the Uber. It's It's a nice... Simple system, you know? That's that's what I prefer to do. Or a cab or whatever. Anything that just drops me off. Or a fucking relative. Hey, hey, Gammy, how you doing? Can you drop <laughs> us off at the movie theater? You know, one of those moves. Yeah. Anyway, so this lady was still waiting there. She's like, I was waiting in this spot. So we pulled out, found another spot. And then when we left to let her get the spot, another lady tried to get that spot. So there was like a brawl at all corners of this fucking parking lot. 
And what it was, was just, the fuck was happening at the uh, what was around this place? I think it was because today is Canada Day, so everybody here has the day off from work today. So just everybody was going out shopping and having drinks and, and eating yesterday. Interesting. So just everybody was out. It was just it was it was crazy how many people were in this fucking lot. And I, I just hate parking. When's the last time you parallel parked? And don't say last Tuesday, because I know you ain't parallel parking out here. Yes, I yes I am. Wait, 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 when, Phil? When? Buddy, I live in a, like, city. Listen, pal, tell me when the last time you parallel parked. Answer the question. It shouldn't be that hard. Last week. Yeah? Get, w- walk yeah. me through it. Where were you? Well, it's, it's weird because I, I like parallel parking on, like, w- you know how, like, you have, like, a dominant side that you, like, you like to do shit with? Yes. Parallel parking on the left side is fucked. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even dare. Couldn't yeah, but uh, no. Couldn't get me to do I, it. Okay, I parallel parked maybe a little bit more than a week ago because I think this was before my car was smashed to smithereens. <laughs> What's the update on that, by the way? Is it, is it oh, still smithereens? Oh, my car, my car's back. My car's back, baby. Be- better than ever? Good as new? Good as new. Hey, there we go, baby. He got <laughs> it, it back, is. baby. Yo, I'm predicting three more months. Three more months until the next shenanigans occur. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I was getting pizza, one of my favorite places to get get a, a late night slice. Bleaker Street. I know where you were. <laughs> I've, I've never been of John's of Bleaker. 9.2, John's of Bleaker Street. No, but I had to just I'm do one of those maneuvers, those you know? I yeah, had to parallel I, park behind a car, but then the curb was right behind me, so. Ask me the last time I parallel parked. Seriously. When's the last time you parallel parked? My driving test. My driving test. I'll say it again. The day that I took the test to it's get my not license. Hard. <laughs> it's not for me. All right. I do remember though there's something with a triangle where you turn the wheel and you make a triangle in the mirror, then you fucking straighten it out. You want to hear the best parallel parker? My father, dude, he does one of these. Like he'll see the spot. Well, yeah, that's me. I used to in. drive easy, like easy driving was my job. Like that, that's, that's what true. I did. When you were delivering the box water. Box water, the fucking Ram van. I was, I was like a bus driver. Like that's. You should do Uber on the side. <laughs> yeah, just, could, just because. You can network with a lot of people. Be like, have a nice <laughs> night. Oh, by the way, I just put out this new fitness flop. Here you go. Here's my card. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you have a good night. All right, take care dude, of yourselves, dude. Me and my boys went out a couple weeks ago, and we Ubered because we're we're close to like the village, but <laughs> we're. we're you don't want to walk two miles to get there, right? But yeah, it's like a, that's it's, that's too much. You'll be sweaty by the time you get to the venue. It's like a five. It's like a five minute drive versus twenty minute walk type deal. So mm. we're like, oh, we'll just Uber. So this guy pulls up in a brand new Model Three Tesla. Ooh. First, first of all, we're off to an amazing start. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> get, pulling up with swag right there. Yeah, and we're all just like taken <laughs> back by like how professional. Like this guy was just like he was driving fast, but like safe. You know when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was getting was you just, where you needed to go. The guy was just locked in, mm-hmm. and like everybody picked up on that. And I was like, "Holy shit, dude! Like, this is the best Uber I've ever been in." He's like, "Here's my card." He handed me a card. That's how. That's how you run a business. <laughs> that's how you run a business. I remember when we were in. I want to say it was it was like end of high school, early college. There was the back before like Uber existed. We would all call cabs, and you would call yep. like the local cab registry. And they'd send you a cab. But I remember I, I linked up with this one cab driver and I had his actual number. So whenever I needed to go somewhere, I'd be like, hey, what's up? I, I can't remember his name for the life of me. But I would, I would call him up and be like, yo, we needed this cab, whatever. And then he would directly like come and get us. And that was like 
oh, this guy's the real deal. He gets it done. He gets us from point A to point B. Beautiful. It would be nice if you do meet an Uber driver that goes hard in the paint, takes care of you, <laughs> and goes quick. And you could just be like, yo, what's up, Joe? Pick us up. Yeah, like That's a personal it. driver. That'd be sick. You know, maybe you I can mean, do that. Who these knows? are these are just rich people things, man. Like actual, truly wealthy people just, they just have, have drivers. chauffeurs. Yeah, and like I, I get it. <laughs> well, the, the show, the chauffeur that that's how you know you made it. You know, if you, you just, just have yeah. a guy drive you everywhere. That's just so epic, though. I love that. I aspire to have that one day. Did I tell you the story where um, I think I brought this up? Me, me and Kate oh, were coming home from a friend's house at like two in the morning and we had this Lyft driver, super cool dude. Like one of those Lyft drivers that like talks to you, but like you're not bothered by the conversation. Like he was just a nice fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like all Jets stuff in his car, just a, a good old New Yorker, you know? Okay. He dropped us off. He's like, my friend, here you go. You're home. We got out. Thanks, bro. We went out for Kylie's birthday dinner. And when we got into the fucking lift, it was the same guy. It was the guy. same guy. <laughs> so we're sitting in the car for a little bit. We're like going up the street. And I, and I notice all the jet stuff. And I'm like, oh shit, we, we had you like two nights ago. He's like, oh, what's up, man? And then I just, you feel that camaraderie. That's the problem with a lot of these, these, these situations where you get into a new Uber. There's just so many Uber drivers. And there's no camaraderie. It's, 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 it's important. You know, I finally, I finally have uh, thick enough skin. To say if it's too fucking hot in the Uber now? <laughs> no way. If you if you guys recall, if you've been on this channel for a while, if you've been listening to the uh, show, it it could have been ninety eight degrees. I could have been sweating through my fucking my my shorts, my trunks, and my t shirt. I wouldn't say put on the air because I just I don't know. I feel like they're comfortable because that is the temperature that they have in their car. I don't right. want to be a pain in the but ass. They're and at them to they're it. at baseline. Exactly. But you're stepping into their environment. But now I, I hit them with one of these. Uh, excuse me. Can we just turn the AC up a little bit? Th thank you so much. Thank you so. Thank you. No, no, no. no th thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> why why thank are you, you saying thank you so much? I'm a nice guy, you know. Just forget about it. And then the the air goes on, and then you feel the breeze, and you're like, well, I'm glad. I, I'm glad I've done this. I'm very glad I've done this. I don't do the air. I do the window. Oh, you're a window guy. I'm a window guy. Yeah. Ah, I, you can't do the window because then you start hearing the. <laughs> Then you got to ultimately close the window. I hate Dude, that. Dude, that sounded like somebody <laughs> stepping into the fucking void. Oh, the upside down? Yeah. You like, just summon a, a, a demi-dog? A, a demi, demi-dog. Also, why is it in all these shows, like when there's a, a mysterious tiny creature, everyone wants to play with it, it's clearly going to grow, morph, and fucking kill everyone. Like, I don't understand why people don't get that logic. I, I understand the aspect of storytelling. And, and yeah, they're little kids. But I guarantee you, if I was a little kid and I saw like a little fucking slug that sprouted <laughs> legs out of the sides of its body, I'd probably say, might want to tell my dad about this. Uh, might might want to not keep this fucking thing in my terrarium. Probably not the best idea. Now, there's a weird, I don't even know if it's a conspiracy or if it's just part of the storyline, but correct me if I'm wrong. Like, some people say that the entire plot of Stranger Things is a game of Dungeons and Dragons that they're playing as adults. Ah, well, I know in the show, well, they name certain things in the show, like after the Demogorgon. Yeah, that's in Dungeons that's, and Dragons, right? That's a monster from Dungeon. It's it's a fucking dummy OP monster, too. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not as invested as people that obviously watch the show. Like, I just watched the recaps and thought it was very interesting. But like, if at the end of the last episode, 
there's just like a bright light and you just see a bunch of adults being like, yo, great game. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that would like, be I don't. Shitty. I think that would take away a lot of the emotional weight, you know? True, true. Because there are fucking scenes in this show that are like brutal, especially with this new guy. Vecna, Vecna. is a menace, dude. Yeah. He's a menace. Also, you know that's all prosthetics? I mean, like I could, I, I could picture that. Yeah, the whole fucking thing, like the whole. I'm sure they like spice it up with CGI, but did they did they tell you how many hours? It, it, it takes? probably takes an absurd amount. I saw like a time lapse of the the actor sitting there, like getting all the. How how would you say it? not getting the prosthetics on? I was gonna say prostheses. Is that a word? I think so. Yeah, getting all that on, but like he's in like a full body suit, just waddling around and all this fucking tentacle shit. Crazy. Uh, it's, it's pretty sick. He's a very cool looking villain. Yeah. And and apparently, like, there's... I don't want to get into too much spoilers for the new shit that dropped. Actually, I won't even get into any spoilers about the new shit that dropped. But, like, these new episodes that launched a couple days ago, if you guys are watching this, the day that it went up, it was crazy. It was crazy well, I, I think we just skipped over the method that the boys do on Amazon. Remember I was about to tell you, like, how they release shows? Oh, yeah, and then we started talking about the my amnesia. Yeah, so oh, they... thanks, Ian, for subscribing. <laughs> I didn't realize my alerts were still turned on. Appreciate oh, I can't that, buddy. No, so oh, they do... God. When the new season drops, they release three episodes off the start, and then okay. they do one per week. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's that's how you got to do it. That's... That's, uh, that's busted. Because you get, you get a little bit of the binge... You, you get thrown into the story, you're invested, and then they just give you that slow drip that keeps yep. you wanting more. Just that. Boop. Boop. Yep. Boop. That's dripping of the water. Dripping Dude, from it, the faucet. Binge culture with te television and like streaming services, I feel like really ruined like... I, I just want to say like the scale of how great a show could be. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, binging ruins like attachment and memories to things. Yeah. Like if you are just drowning yourself in eight hours straight of television, you're not going to grasp as much if you watch eight weeks of, you know, or let, let's just say if you watch eight episodes in a row versus eight weeks, one episode a week, you're not going to grasp it the same way. Plus what's cool about doing it once a week is that like the new episode drops, you go on YouTube, you watch a reaction to it, you watch a breakdown of it. You I, watch, I watch a watch theory those. of it. That's <laughs> my favorite. That's my uh, favorite shit to do. Like when I watch a new Marvel movie, I'm fucking speeding home. Oh, Steven, thanks for subscribing. I'm fucking rushing home so I can watch all like the synopsis. I've never, and I've the never done videos. that. How have you never done that? That's like the best thing. Ever. Like ever. Yeah. You know why? Because you're a thespian. You got it all up here. You're a true artiste. No, I, I do understand that people do that. One of my friends does that a lot, but- like the culture of say like a show is like in the fucking spotlight, like Game of Thrones was for a bit back when they didn't butcher it. Mm -hmm. But like the watch parties you could have with your friends. Oh, that was like that yeah. was like that's like a social aspect that bingeability just doesn't have. Well, it does if like a new season of Stranger Things drops and you get your whole friend group to come over and everyone watches it together. For nine I, hours. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, I mean, maybe. I mean, I would fucking I would want to do that. I personally, like, it's weird. I like watching things alone. I think equally as much as I like watching things with people. 
it's weird. Like it's a different form of entertainment for me. Like I can watch something by myself and be loving it. And then I'm like, okay, I have to show Kylie. I have to show Phil. I have to show my mom. I and then like, like I, I, wa I like watching something first and then watching someone watching the thing that I like, if that makes any sense. Like, oh yeah. Oh, just oh. wait for this next part. Your mind's going to be blown. Yeah. You're, you're voyeuristic in that way. I remember I, I was so excited when we were watching Jersey Shore for Kylie to see the Mike and Ronnie fight in Italy. And I literally set up a phone to record her reaction. And I, I thought she was going to be way more blown away by this. But I think the problem was I overhyped it to uh, the point so where she thought it was going to be like the most insane fight of all time. When in reality, it was a ridiculous episode. Do you know what happened in that Italy moment? No. Okay, long story short... Jersey Shore, spoiler alert. I mean, this dropped in like 2013, so you're a little bit late <laughs> to the party. You don't want to know spoilers, click off, but here's the thing. Mike and Ronnie have had beef since like season one. Now we're on season four. Mike loves to instigate at this period of his life. He loves to stir the pot. He loves to create drama. Ronnie will say something when he's drunk. Mike will go ahead and tell Sam. Sam is Ronnie's uh, girlfriend. So there's this moment where Sam says to Ronnie, Oh, yeah, Mike told me uh, that you have, like, five girls coming to the house. You were bragging about it. Ronnie goes, so how are you going to play it, dog? You want to be a fucking snake, dog? He starts taking <laughs> off all of his jewelry. I'm, I'm here. I, I was in high school, bro. I was like, Taking his jewelry go. off? He's taking his jewelry <laughs> off. He takes his shirt off. He goes, now you're going to see what the fuck happens. Now you're going to fucking see. He storms into the room where Mike is just laying on a couch. My man Ronnie lifts the couch while Mike is laying on it. <laughs> just try to visualize all this. I'm telling a great story right here. He fucking lifts the couch and drops it. He goes, get the fuck up, bro. Tell him what you told me. Tell him what you told me. And then Sam's <laughs> like, remember you said that Ron was bringing girls to the house? And Mike's like, I never said that. Ronnie proceeds to go into Mike's room because they were roommates during the season. Why? I have no fucking idea. Ronnie starts throwing his bed in the hallway. His shirts, his shoes, his jewelry. <laughs> He's just yeeting everything in the hallway. And Mike's keeping it calm at first. He's like, He's like Ron... Ron, I don't get involved. I don't get involved with your fucking relationship. I don't get involved with your fucking relationship. And he starts getting hype. He's like, I've done the same thing all the fucking time. Now, Ronnie's taking off guard a little bit. Ronnie's looking at him like, yeah. And then Mike goes, you want to hit me? You want to hit me, tough guy? You want to throw my fucking bed? Let's do it! As an intimidation tactic, Mike thinks, okay, I'm going to freak Ronnie out because I might have a hard time with Ronnie. He's a big boy. I'm going to headbutt the wall. Put a hole in it. Doesn't Mike he did not out? realize... That in Italy, the walls are made of concrete. <laughs> so Mike fucking yeets into the wall and literally lays himself out, right? He's like seeing stars at this point. <laughs> now Ronnie's like, look what you did, you stupid idiot. You fucking hit yourself in the wall, whatever. Now <laughs> Mike gets up, straight up concussed at this point, by the way. He yeah. literally ran full speed into a fucking concrete wall. Cool and he man. goes, I never did anything with your relationship, tough guy. Smacks the wall <laughs> and then goes, let's do it. And then they literally have a full-blown fight. Like, it's fucking crazy. All the girls are screaming, stop. The bodyguards rush in. They're grabbing Ronnie off they Mike. bodyguards? Oh, yeah, dude, they would have killed each other. These two have been, you like, you know, people in your life, that for whatever reason, everyone has people like this, that you just, you can't stand them for some reason and they just get on your fucking nerves. Sure. When that shit builds, like especially with them personally for four fucking years and then they're in this moment where they're in this giant fucking mansion in Italy and they're like, all right, well, we're about to fucking fight. Yeah, they definitely had to send in the bodyguards. I feel like Ronnie would have fucking slaughtered him. He's huge. 
Ron, Ronnie, so Ronnie, it, it's it's so funny. Ronnie's like five six. Oh, okay. they're they're all like pretty short people on the show. <laughs> Ronnie's like- a brick. Ronnie's like a brick shit house though, and he right. he's laid out people on the show before. Like I remember telling you about the that's one shot. It's one shot, kid. And they fucking film the guys out cold on the boardwalk. <laughs> this guy's like knocking people out on national TV. He's <laughs> committing felonies. Dude, he's crazy. So, um, yeah, no, apparently, like. He, Ronnie punched Mike like right in the face. Mike didn't really take. Mike took more damage because he got concussed right before the fight. Mm. I really do believe if Mike didn't headbutt the wall, Mike would have laid Ronnie out. But I don't know. Ronnie was Ronnie was well, like undefeated were, at that point. They were all juicing at that point, right? I mean, dude, for sure. I, I mean, I think so. They had like the fluffiest gyno bro, ever in the bro. Most. <laughs> Ronnie had abs on his back. Have you ever seen that before? I've no. never seen this besides Ronnie. In the Italy season, when he's walking and you see the back of his of his uh, like physique, sure. dude, he literally has like rectangles going down his spine. It's cr- crazy shit I've ever seen. I don't know how you get those. I guess I just looked this up. <laughs> Ronnie spent thirty thousand dollars on ab liposuction. Really? Yep. When did he do that? This is consequence.net. Let's see. Twenty nineteen. Oh, wow. So he did that pretty recently. Yeah. Dude, all I know is, man, I will go I will go to the grave stating that Jersey Shore, without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, is the greatest reality TV show that's ever existed, bar none. You, you, just, you can't come to me with anything else. Nothing will top it. I mean, like, what else is there? Anything that you can think of, bring it to the table, no shot. The Kardashians. No fucking shot. No shot. The Kardashians no shot. though has some pretty. The Kardashians is pretty entertaining. Some they have some I, they have some entertaining moments like the fist fight between Kim and who was it, Courtney? That shit went hard, bro. You ever see that? I don't think so. I, I really don't watch reality television. We gotta get you more on the pulse of this reality content, man. But it's not it's not real, so it's not reality. It's just a lot. It's it's one of those things. I think. I don't know if you were, you definitely weren't in my class, but we took a whole course at Adelphi about like reality TV and just TV in general. And a lot of reality TV is just putting people in situations that are fabricated, but then like the outcome is real. Right, right, right. So I'm pretty sure that in Jersey Shore, because there's like a whole Reddit that has dropped like after the show has been out for a while where like new details come out. And apparently the producers wanted the note to be written to Sam about what Ronnie did when he was, like, cheating on her. And, like, the castmates weren't able to type up anything. Gotcha, but, gotcha. But they allowed Snooki and Jenny to type that letter to give to Sam because they thought then Sam would be pissed at Ron, but it turns out that Sam ended up getting mad at the girls for writing the letter. So that was, like, a whole fucking yeah, crazy they just, thing. They set shit up. They're instigators, but they're not, like... They stir the pot. Yeah. I mean, it's got its place for sure. I didn't know that Kardashians have been, they've been on television for 20 years. Oh yeah. Well, what's confusing to me is that keeping up with the Kardashians ended, but then they immediately got a new show on Hulu just called the Kardashians, right? Yeah. And it's filmed in like the same selling sunset style. They straight up like stole selling sunsets, like reality, uh, it would be like, they basically just copied like a a YouTuber. Like if it's two YouTubers beefing, they just they just jack their shit. Mm. 
if you were wondering why I was just staring into an abyss, I, Discord froze, then you like sped up what you were saying. So I just heard something about YouTubers. Didn't hear the full context. Oh, okay. I'll say it again. There you go. Basically, it's just like they stole Selling Sunset's entire creative theme. Yeah. So it'd be like a YouTuber like copying another YouTuber. Gotcha. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's just interesting to me. Like, if there was still interest in them being in a reality show, why did one end for another one to begin? Unless right. it was just something like contractually that they had to like work out where they were getting a new deal and, and whatever. I'm sure Hulu paid them a fuckload. It's all of money. about it's all about the money, bro. That that. Do you think once you get to a certain level of wealth, you just like stop, ever or no? Stop like wanting more wealth or just stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, think everybody's different. I think some people hit a point where they're like, I'm content. I'm happy. I think some people constantly want to get to that next peak. And that tier. Beyond yeah. it. I was listening to Kevin O'Leary, um, Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank, talk yes. about this type of stuff on Logan Paul's podcast. And he was saying that if he's like out to dinner and this guy's like a multi, multi, He's like is worth he like 500. I don't know if he's a billionaire, but I think he's worth like four or 500 million. You guys can correct of me if I'm wrong. Of the Shark Tank people, is it Mark Cuban that's like the oh, yeah. wealthiest? Mark, Mark Cuban's like a, a billionaire. Like $5 gotcha. billion dollars is his net worth or some shit like that. Um, but he was saying like if he goes out to dinner with a group of people and he notices like that the bill is off, he'll actually say something. And you know, like that's that's the type of, like that guy's wealth. He doesn't need to like yeah, he, fix something he's, on He's a what check. you call a maven. A maven, a, a market maven. Mm. They're people who they're people who just like pay attention to small details in like the market for the for the whole benefit of the like ecosystem. Gotcha. Like he's like yeah, he may consciously be like paying attention to that because like he values like oh no like actually I didn't pay for this, but it's like it's like a group of personality traits that can describe certain people with their attention to detail with financial shit. Yeah, he was saying that his mother like always taught him like if you don't respect your money, you won't have any money. So like every he said he was explain it was a very interesting interview. He was saying like basically every dollar that I make and that I work hard for, I completely value where, you know, if I he said something like when he travels, if he doesn't set up the the like airline rewards thing and he could make like $400 from a big ticket that he purchased, he'll call up and actually like get that sorted as opposed to just like leaving it alone. Like he wants to take advantage of right, right, right. shit. Still <laughs> fucking waters. Fuck was that? He wants to take advantage of like every opportunity and make sure that he's like spending his money smartly and, and whatever. Uh, and you I gotta mean, admire that. It's pretty cool shit. To a point, but I feel like if, if I had 500 mil, like I would not give a fuck dude. Cause there comes a certain point where your time is so valuable that wasting time on saving small amounts of money is just not cost effective. I now, do I, know, I do get that perspective, but there's also like the devil's avocados where like if you never give a fuck and you're just getting fucked left and right, eventually, I mean, if you have 500 million, I don't think it'll dry up. But nothing, you'll, you'll probably nothing, lose a lot of money. Nothing will make a dent in 500 mil if you just live like a... I mean, you can you, you don't even have to live modestly with 500 mil. Like, I want 500 the, mil. Imagine you just found a treasure chest in your backyard with like 500 gold blooms. 500 like million gold blooms. <laughs> sick. Oh, then it would be worth more because the weight of gold is... What? I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, it was like 1,700 an ounce. 
But if you found seventeen hundred, no, if you if you found five hundred million gold doubloons, oh, forget you'd have, it. To, you'd have to multiply that by the ounce by the price you'd be, of gold. You'd be the world's first trillionaire. Did I ever tell you about uh? Let me, let me find his name. The guy in Key West. The guy in who, Key West. Who discovered, actually, yeah, Mel Fisher. Have you ever told you about Mel Fisher? Maybe. I mean, we've discussed this on the show. I can't remember shit, so maybe you've told me about okay. it. Okay. So Mel Fisher was an American treasure hunter best known for finding the 1622 wreck of the Nuestra Senora de Antoca, and Atocha in Florida waters. Oh, this was so the this boat, guy, right? And there was like treasure in it? Yeah, he was just, he was, he was hunting for gold. I think you did his, like this. His like wife died. His daughter like died during finding this. Oh he eventually God. found the gold. Like, <laughs> he, how it was much a is lot? it worth? It was all fucked on. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. That's what. That's what's wild to me. Like, you got to think about all these stories of like pirate treasure. How much gold do you think is just sitting in a treasure okay. chest in the okay. middle of a fucking ocean right now? <laughs> guess. Guess how much he found. <laughs> 10 million. 400 million worth of sunken treasure. <laughs> How do you even get 400 million of sunken treasure out of the water? Like, that's got to be uh, a lot of coins. It's 40 tons of gold and silver. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And yeah, he had a quote called, like, today's the day. So every day he would go out looking for this fucking shipwreck. And he's like, oh, today's the day. Like, he knew it was out there. He just had to find it. He had the vision. He just had to execute. Yep. That's fucking wild. We should go out looking for treasure. Just film the podcast on a ship. No, I know, dude. <laughs> like, you imagine, imagine just, just pirates. Just looking for treasure and then you find it. <laughs> I mean, that's a metaphor for life, right? Just yeah. looking for the gold. You keep working, you keep working, you keep working. Eventually you strike it, you find it, and you feel better than you did when before you started your journey. Yeah, so I went to this guy's museum in in uh, Key West. It was pretty interesting. There's just gold everywhere. That's crazy. So when and did the, this all go down? When did he find it? 1973 and 1975. Is he still alive now? Uh, I think he's really old. Let me see. My man's just chilling with his treasure chest right now. 105 no, years old. He died. Oh, he did die? Fuck. He died in 98. How old was he? 76. Oh, man, he was pretty young. But all the pictures of him, dude, he's just fucking decked out in gold. Yeah, I don't blame him. I'd be decked out in gold, too. Uh, that goes hard. Yeah. But yeah, but I've been watching I've been watching Shark Tank again, and I was, I was seeing that there was an episode of Kevin Hart as a guest shark. So I went on iTunes. I bought the episode for like $4, whatever it was, and I was watching this the other night. Dude, Kevin Hart is a sharp motherfucker, man. He's smart so? as hell. It was cool seeing like a comedian talk very serious about business, which was dope. It was a very good episode. I encourage anyone to uh, to go check it out. Well, he's got to be one of the wealthiest comedians. He's right? the highest paid comedian on on earth. Are you serious? Yo, he's worth like four hundred million. I'm pretty sure. Four hundred and fifty million. What's with people being worth four hundred and fifty yeah, million? Yeah, how do we get to that four hundred million mark? Kevin O'Leary net worth. I think he's four fifty. Four hundred. There it is. Type in Kanye West. Now that's that's a guest shark that I want to see. Holy fuck! Yeah, was it eighteen billion now? Dude, he's no, so no, no. wealthy. Two billion. Two billion. Woo! Two billion. The two billion club. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, I just find wild. it so cool that like and, in and that's his, because of that's because of his clothing, right? 
a lot of it, yeah, is from is from Yeezy. I just find it so amazing that he used to work at the Gap, and he would. St- I, I think he told this story where he would like steal from the Gap, and then he did like a multi billion dollar or multi million dollar deal with the Gap, like you know, thirty <laughs> uh, years down the line or whatever it is. Isn't that crazy? It is wild. He has a whole song called Spaceship about like working at the uh, working at the Gap. I'm pretty sure. Now, does Kevin Hart make most of his money from just, like, deals of doing comedy, or does he have, like, a business? No, now he has, like, Heartbeat Productions, where, like, he has a whole production team that produces movies, TV shows, YouTube series, whatever. And when you get to the point where you can, like, produce your own shit, the cost of getting it done is more, but the the return is so much higher. There's no studio. Dude. Dude. <laughs> okay. Guess, guess how much Adam Sandler's worth. Oh, my God. 500 million? 480 million. Crazy. He Oh. Yeah, well, he my. has his own he has his own production company too. Like you know before all the movies were Happy Madison all, Films. Yeah, yeah. Happy Madison. Okay, get this. He signed a 3 movie deal with Netflix for 350 million. <laughs> Holy Yo. fuck. Imagine signing that dotted line and then just like going on with the rest of your day. You're just like, "Oh, Dude. wow. Really cool." He has my, million. there's a bunch of memes going around. It's like, fuck hot girl summer. I'm on my Adam Sandler girl summer because of his, his outfits. Have you seen his outfits? Well, that's the best part about him. He's a multi multi-millionaire and he just wears like shorts and like collared t-shirts. But like the, like the colors are yeah, they just... never match. It looks like he just like, it looks, he looks like an eighth grader just like sleeping over yes. a friend's house. Yes. It's fantastic, uh, dude. I love, my, I love Adam Sandler. He's my favorite straight up. Favorite like, actor ever? Probably That's comedy. So for what's sure. your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Billy Madison. That's a good pick. I would say The Waterboy or Happy Gilmore for me. No, it's for sure Billy Madison for me. Bro, Waterboy to this day, I can watch scenes from that movie. Remember when Bobby Boucher came back at halftime and the Mud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Ah, Dude, even even Hubie Halloween. Like. Hubie Halloween was excellent. I remember you told me to watch it on the podcast. I watched it and I was like, this is fucking hysterical. When he's just did dodging ever, shit. Did you ever get around bike? to see Uncut Joms? Oh, yeah, of course. Bro, my face at the end of that movie was like this. No exaggeration. Well, it's like, I, I just respect that he... You see, there's certain people where it's like, they're getting their bag. Sure, whatever. I don't mind. Like, it, it's cool. Like, I see that Adam Sandler like, gets his bag, but can also be like a fucking sick actor. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's a movie that he's in called uh, Rain Over Me. I would watch that. It's a, it's, I feel like a lot of people haven't seen it. It's a very dramatic role um, right. where he loses his family in a plane crash and he's just like trying to deal with life after that. And dude, it's, it's a beautiful movie. It's, it's, I gotta watch it's it. It's very good. Dude, he has a lot of movies like that. I think the, I think he has a movie called like The Cobbler. He like uh, builds shoes, like he repairs shoes or something. And like when people put on the shoes, they become <clears throat> that person that their shoes were or some shit like that. Apparently that was a really good one. Let me know in the comments. Maybe it wasn't a good one. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to fucking pull from this amnesia brain over here. <laughs> the sh- you know what's also crazy? Last point on Adam Sandler. You ever seen Big Daddy? Oh yeah. You know who those you know who the boy is? Uh the one of the Sprouse twins, right? Well, it's actually both of them, and they would just switch. That yo, that's always crazy. They did that on Full House with the with Mary Kate and Ashley, right? I think so. That's wild. Yeah, they're just like, all right, bring in the other twin. And no one fucking notices. Just two people doing one role. 
Yeah. Did you see uh, one of those twins? He posted like his his whole ass on Instagram about a month ago. No. Yeah. It was like a selfie, and then in the background, he just had his bare ass out. No, I got to check that out. Got to check that out. I'll send you a link, bro. I got you. All right. Thanks, man. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching this episode of the Sunday Sauce. If you enjoyed, subscribe, share this with a friend. Meatballs, we got a brand new member exclusive episode coming for you guys on Wednesday. There's literally, I, I think that's going to be the 70th member episode. <laughs> Fucking crazy, dude. That's wild. I know. It's good shit. But yeah, next, uh, next Sunday episode, we should be back in person. It's going to be a nice, maybe we'll make it a nice guest episode or something. Spice things up. Fucking love you guys. Phil, any final words? Say hello to your grandmother for me. Hey, take care, brush hair. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.